This is the Data Privacy Detective, and today we're turning our spyglass onto a really interesting thing that happened in the state of Washington involving high politics of sanctuary uh, city-type stuff and uh, privacy of people. Uh, and it all has to do with the low-cost hotel chain, Motel 6. Uh, and with us, we have two uh, lawyers at the firm of Frost Brown Todd. That's a 500-plus uh, uh, lawyer uh, firm in uh, 12 cities and 8 states. And so let me introduce uh, our guest today. Bryce Smallwood uh, is with us. Bryce, uh, you're a, uh, a, a litigator in the Cincinnati office. Good morning. Morning, Joe. Thanks for, thanks for having me on. Um, like you said, this is... And we also have, and I'll get right back to you, Bryce, we also have Matt Wagner. And Matt, you're, you're a, a, a labor lawyer and an immigration specialist also at Frost. That's right. Thanks for having me, Joe. Thank you. Well, Bryce, let's get right into it. What happened here? Yeah, thanks, Joe. So this is what I think is a pretty interesting case. So like you said, Motel 6 um, had at least six locations out in Washington. Um, and on a daily basis, ICE agents would come to the front desk um, and essentially ask to see the the client list. ICE are the people, they, they sort of look like police. It's the uh, uh, Immigration and Customs Enforcement people. Right, yep. So they would come in and they, they'd essentially ask to see the books, you know, who, who's staying here. Um, and what the ICE agents would do um, once they got the guest list is they'd go through and circle the names, um, Latino last names, people who they thought could potentially. Um, so they're looking for undocumented uh, people exactly. in, the, in the U.S. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So then at that point, they would run out to their car in the parking lot um, and, and do a scan on, on all the people that they had circled to see. What kind of data did they get? So they were getting um, any um, license plate numbers, um, passports, um, names, date of birth, um, you know, all this very, very personal information. Yeah. Okay, so then they'd scan it, and, and what, what happened to people? So there were numerous people who were undocumented. Um, these people, some who, who were deported, um, there were several who were detained. Um, people lost their jobs over this. So, so pretty, pretty big impact on these affected individuals. Yeah, and, what, uh, from the, uh, and the case got settled. We're going to talk about that. But uh, about information about, what, 80,000 people revealed right. by people at a front desk at a, at a motel. Right, yeah, a substantial amount of people over the course of, of just a couple years. Yeah, you can picture it for them. These are, uh, you know, nice people at the front desk. Then comes somebody with a gold badge and let me see your book. And they said, oh, sure, here you go. Right. Right. Exactly. And <laughs> I mean, we see it on the news all the time. Yeah. You know, the, the impact of immigration and ICE in, in today's age is you see it almost every day. You read it in the front page of the paper. Well, Matt, so the attorney general of Washington filed a lawsuit, right? That's how this uh, got started. That's right. And so, so what are the claims here? I mean, does Washington have a, a specific statute about data privacy that was violated here? Or what, what were the claims? They, they don't seem to have a specific data privacy statute, but they came at this from a couple angles. So first, uh, they brought a claim under the Washington Consumer Protection Act. And the theory there was that Motel 6 has a privacy policy that's given to guests uh, where the motel says, we're not going to disclose your public information. No, probably on their website. And mm -hmm. Probably when you sign in, nobody reads it. But, uh, right. but there's a policy, written but it, policy. But it's still there. And then yep. they turned right around and did exactly what they said they were not going to do under the policy. Said, we'll protect your data. And then they went right and gave it on the request. No search warrant? 
No search warrant to our knowledge. This is just ICE walking up to, like you said, walking up to the person at the front desk and saying, hey, let us see your books, and they did. So yeah. no search warrant to our knowledge, no probable cause, no reasonable suspicion, nothing like that. So, um, so that's one angle. Another angle- so consumer protection, what else? Yeah. Another angle the state attorney general's office took was using Washington's uh, public accommodations laws prohibiting discrimination on the basis of national origin. Oh, okay, they were after just Latino information, so that was kind of a discrimination claim. That's right, the theory here is that ICE was specifically interested in, in as much information as they could get about anyone with a Hispanic name yeah. or Hispanic sounding name, and so those people were being targeted in a discriminatory fashion. And then uh, what was it? And then what beyond that is it? Was there a privacy claim of some sort? There was a claim based on the Washington State Constitution. On the state constitution, well, I bet every constitution has something. Uh... Well, th here I suspect we're going to see a lot of variance from state to state. But apparently, and this is something that was new to me, but the Washington State Constitu Constitution provides that hotel registry information. There's there's some right in that that it right that sort of accrues in the hotel guest to that information and keeping that information private. Um, and so that idea that's uh, embodied in some provision in the Constitution uh, was also violated by the hotel just turning this stuff over, not in response to a subpoena or a warrant. Very good. So here we have a case was settled, so we don't have a, a judge saying what the law is or isn't. Um, so Bryce, how was the case settled? What happened? Um, so the Attorney General filed suit against Motel 6. Um, and, and ultimately, Motel 6 ended up agreeing to a $12 million settlement um, that was restitutionary in nature. So the affected individuals are going to be getting some sort, some, some sort of payment um, from Motel 6. Now, if you take the $12 million and you divide it by $80,000, that's about $150 per person. So we don't know, but maybe it was discussed that way. But And we're not sure exactly who gets how much. Probably somebody who lost their job might get more than just somebody who wasn't affected at all, right. as far yeah. as we know. Right. Yeah, that, may, that would make sense. Well, twelve million bucks is meaningful, I'm sure, to Motel Six. And uh, have there been incidents in other states uh, also? Yeah. So just recently, in, in 2017, um, I believe it was 2017, Motel Six settled a very similar um, lawsuit and with those affected individuals. So it's it's something that's happened multiple times now for in, in other states. Yeah, in other states. So this could happen anywhere in the U.S. And uh, from what you've said, Matt, uh, I, attorney generals are going to have, and they can look to their state constitution, consumer, a whole variety of ways that uh, mm -hmm. uh, employers or uh, hotel chains or, for that matter, a restaurant chain could really get in trouble here. That's right. I think uh, you know most states have some form of consumer protection law. So, uh, you know, on the theory they use that you're turning around and violating these privacy policies you put into place in the first place. I think there's a hook. Beyond that, you know, the federal public accommodations law also uh, pro prohibits discrimination based on national origins. That's a little like the racial profiling problem. So you could see private class actions in theory based on this sort of practice um, or individual lawsuits. So, um, well, here come the the plaintiffs' bar. Uh, do do new set of things. But let me let me turn uh, as as we uh, wrap this one up. So, well, what do we do about that? I mean, uh, Matt, you're you're an employment lawyer. You give advice to employers about uh, what to do. Here we have a, a situation where uh, you know somebody at a front desk, it may be a 21 year old college student or somebody out of vocational school, whatever obviously is intimidated when somebody comes in with a gold badge and up they come and 
you know, here's the government just seeking some friendly information. Right. What? What's your advice? What's your advice to the businesses that hold this uh, treasure trove of personal data? Well, it's tricky, especially when you've got a diffuse business like this with a lot of retail locations, a lot of customer-facing locations, and a lot of people, the employees on the front lines are, like you said, just maybe young, uh, less less well-paid. They're sort of just there on the front lines. They're the ones that law enforcement shows up and talks to. I think what you've got to do, though, is make it clear and have an internal policy that you, the front desk person, you don't have authority to turn over private data, to to open up the books, even if it's law enforcement asking. The response needs to be, um, even if they have a warrant, the response needs to be, you know, I don't have authority to give you that information, but here's who you could talk to. Here's contact for our legal department. Here's contact for a corporate HQ, you need to contact these people and they'll take care of yeah, you. So you for a hotel or motel front desk, they need something right there, maybe with a phone number to call or a card to give the uh, the ICE agent in this case and say, call them. I'm, I'm not my job. I think that's right. I think you've got to make it clear that, you know, certain groups of employees just don't have the authority to turn this stuff over because otherwise it's tough to police. It's tough to get a large number of employees at a large number of locations under control and all on the same page. So you really just got to beat this mantra into them. This is who you contact if you get any kind of requests like this. Bryce, what other uh, advice do you have for businesses out there that don't want to get into this kind of uh, trouble? Yes. So Motel 6 had a policy for its guests that said, we are not going to disclose this personal information um, to to anyone. So if you're going to have a policy like this in place, you better enforce it. Um, You know, we always say if you have a policy and it's not enforced, uh, you might as well not even have the policy. You kind of bought yourself a lawsuit if things go wrong, like here. Right. That's, yeah. That's exactly right. Yep. Okay. Well, thank you both for joining us. Interesting problem. You know, we have the United States with 50 different states and D.C. and territories, and not to mention uh, all the uh, differences among uh, foreign laws. Uh, really, quite an interesting subject, and it, it's a reminder to all of us. Uh, As I always conclude uh, these podcasts, uh, remember that protecting your personal privacy starts with you.